Welcome to Jazz Station. I'm totally kidding, guys. This is the podcast for how to behave at an office party. Um, themes are included. So I'm going to go around. I'm going to say some names. Uh, I'm Connor. I'm Lexi. I'm Grace. I'm Mary. I'm Allie. And I'm Chris. And this is group one. Woohoo, this is the best crew. <laughs> so, kicking it off, um, let's start with, uh, you walk into a, you know, an office party, and uh, maybe what's, what's one of the first things that you notice? I think I notice what people choose to wear yeah, for abs- office parties, for sure. Absolutely, I think that's always the biggest, because you, you kind of notice that before you even really, like, leave the house. So, you know, you're thinking about getting ready, and... Uh, I think a lot of office parties are fairly the same, or vacations. Um, it should be professional. You're there as, as in the office. It's still a, a work thing. So keeping it professional is very key for the gentlemen out there. I think that uh, business casual is always a good thing, uh, some form of a button-up or a polo shirt. Um, we don't ever really want to see some cargo shorts. You shouldn't wear cargo shorts anyway. I think <laughs> that's a no-go for me. Um, no woman ever wants to see a guy in cargo shorts. <laughs> I'll rip you. the pockets off myself. Or his knees. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, absolutely. It's just something, a, a little business casual, maybe a blazer. Um, depending on the theme, you know, maybe go with a, a theme if there's a, a cool... Uh, Hawaiian? Yeah. Are talking about Hawaiian office No, maybe going for more of like a a plaid. Don't just go show up in a white plaid or a white shirt. Maybe if it's a Christmas party, get a little red and green plaid going for yourself. Okay. Okay. Um, You don't need a tie. I mean, nowadays things are switching it up. You can maybe just do two buttons down, show off the little chest hair chain. I don't know. Mm. Whatever you got going for yourself. Um, But yeah, I mean, always keep it professional, business casual. Wear a belt, tuck your shirt in, look great. I mean, dress to impress. It always feels good to look good, so... Remember, sure. you're still at work. Yeah. You're still at a company party. Making impressions. Making yeah. impressions all the way around. Definitely for women. Kind of the same thing, like you were saying, Connor. Uh, keep it professional, you know. Nice skirts, maybe some nice blouse here and there. Throw in some color. Keep it fun. What about cleavage? Do you guys think, do you think uh, cleavage? you think you can show too much cleavage at an office party? Yeah, you definitely can show too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. Show them like bikini and you know just full out. But you don't want to give yourself a reputation. Mm-hmm. This is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like, might want the reputation. I mean, yeah, unless office. you're really trying to move up fast in the office, but I think that's a different story for unless a different podcast for a different unless day. Unless your office is, has like a dress code or you know something like that. Company makes true. t-shirts to wear. So what about if you do too show show much cleavage at an office party? Like, what what are the consequences of that? You think we can talk about? I feel like maybe it can lead to a lot of things, especially like if you're traveling. Mm-hmm. I think it's of, gonna... uh, feelings between coworkers, maybe. Exactly. Absolutely. Especially if you're traveling in like other countries or in other places with different social norms that mm-hmm. can. Mm-hmm. Say you go to like a tropical place for an office party, you know, you wear in your pool attire to the next meeting or so that you go to. Probably not the best idea. <laughs> yeah, it's really going to set the tone for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, going off of that, um, having a reputation for yourself, that can go into something that happens a lot during office parties and office travel, which is sex. Um, it happens. It happens. <laughs> you know, actually, during a, a, a survey of 2,000 people in the UK, they found out that 39% of people have sex during an office party. Um, what? <laughs> so that actually happens far more often than we think. But since we don't know about it, that's actually a really good sign. So, you know, it's biology, and it's going to happen. 
Yeah, so one of the biggest things about having sex at an office party is just people can't find out. Make sure you're yeah. ready. <laughs> Snaps to that, you know what? I'm going to give you that one. Keep it on the DL. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it goes into a lot of times when this is happening, the booze will be flowing at office parties, and so you've really got to watch yourself. Um, and that's one of the biggest things is uh, you don't want to come into work embarrassed the next day, and you probably mm. shouldn't sleep with your boss. And, you know... <laughs> That's the one person I think you should sleep with. I'm sorry. That's like the promotion right there. Coworkers, don't sleep with Chad in HR. He's not doing anything for you, okay? Mike up there in the corner office is going to do something He's for got you. He's got the benefits. <laughs> He's got the 401k benefits. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, you, you definitely don't want to be known as the office slut or anything like that, man mm-hmm. or woman, because, you know, that's how you create a reputation for yourself. Absolutely. And uh, that you can totally destabilize your own work life. Because people won't take you seriously. Yeah. I think that's funny, too, that people will probably do that on an office vacation, but they won't do it at the office. I mean, I guess a place does matter, but, I mean, still, it's a professional place. It's, like, still professional thing. You're still right. at work. You're still there to get a job done. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, too, though, people will, like, leave with someone after the office party. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you think you got to be a little discreet about uh, mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. you're going about that. Yeah. For sure. I think alcohol definitely plays a big impact on that, too, as far as the socializing aspect. I mean, socializing can definitely strengthen a bond between coworkers. You know, it's where you get to know them more, get to know different sides of them, for sure. But they're not strictly social at office parties. You know, you're always making an impression on your coworkers, no matter what you're doing. Every little thing you do always kind of makes an impact. And it might seem like a place to be more fun or give your coworkers a glimpse of how fun you can be, but that isn't necessarily always a good idea because you never know who's watching you. You know, your boss might be eyeballing you about your uh, outside habits and your decisions for sure. So, yeah, there's a fine line between home and work as far as office parties for sure. But um, it's a great place to meet superiors. It's a great place to introduce yourself to everybody else that's in your organization or your company. And I think it's super important to make sure that you're happy and you're greeting everybody with a positive attitude because of that impression that you're making. And uh, I don't know. I feel like you can definitely choose to show a good or bad side of yourself at mm-hmm. this party. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of drinking, um, to drink or not to drink is like the biggest question people probably face when going into settings like this. And you just have to like take into consideration the company as a whole, what are like their values, if it's a super formal company then maybe don't drink and if you do decide to drink set limitations for yourself know when you're going to start and stop make sure you stick to them yeah how many many you're going to have um you still have to be professional and in a study that was conducted by the society for human resource management 70 percent of people said that drinking at a holiday party is acceptable but only 32 percent think it's acceptable at a retirement party or like a milestone. Interesting. Yeah, so you really have to know your crowd and know how your superiors kind of think about that kind of things because it'll affect your work life for sure. I would have thought it was all fair game. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's surprising. I feel like it's a good spot to kind of gauge how people act when there's alcohol around too. Like, Mm -hmm. how do your coworkers respond to alcohol being out? It's kind of a good test for superiors, honestly. Yeah, because if they can't take you on a trip, then they're not going to want to keep promoting you within Mm -hmm. the company. Right. I was gonna say. I was gonna say it is a big difference if you're drunk and there's no alcohol at the party. Like, where's this guy get it from? So it's like you can't be the only one showing up. Yeah. That was another note I had was don't pregame under any circumstances. Like, don't drink before. Mm. 
because mm-hmm. if you go and it's not provided, people are gonna be like, "Wow, this person just came drunk." Or as like a subordinate, like you don't want to be, you don't want to be the guy that drinks too much as you know, uh, inferior employee. You know, I mean, maybe once you work your way up and show how good of a person and how good you can handle yourself, maybe when you're up higher in the right. companies, when you can let loose a little, you bit have more, that little bit of power. You have that you're power. Like, okay, there. I'm cool. Yeah. How do you think this plays into like hosting an office party? Oh yeah. So with uh, hosting it, it's kind of uh, a different measure of what you look at to where you're kind of the one considering it and you want to be inclusive towards everyone. So the biggest example is like if you're doing it's Christmas time, you know, instead maybe do a holiday themed one. Mm-hmm. So just not to, you know, make anyone feel out of place. Mm-hmm. And then make sure you specify if children and spouses are allowed and if children are allowed or not allowed, have like a daycare system in place, you know. First floor, you can have daycare, and second floor can be like where the party is. Oh, and kind of office party with kids or something? Yeah. Yeah. So you, you better find a nanny. Yeah, probably going to do the daycare one there. And then, uh, yeah, you choose the appropriate location. You want to reflect your business, you know? You don't want to go to, like, a strip club if you're trying to be professional. <laughs> right. Kind of all those things. Uh, control alcohol flow. You get my attendance. Yeah. <laughs> but you, gotta, you keep your employees' interest in mind. Ultimately, it is a party, but it's still trying to be professional. So you want to have fun and then make sure no one loses a job over it. Yeah, absolutely. So as of for our outro, um, I'm going to perform another little jazz bit for you. Skip it. All right. <laughs>